It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Six. We're gonna jump right into it. And I'm just um it's so crazy, man. I've been telling people for years, man, I'm gonna do something different when I get when I get my serious bag in life. And I'm going to go to a local jail and I'm going to bond people out. And um I'm not mad that somebody has beat me to doing this. I'm glad somebody's doing it. Hopefully this becomes a trend. Um and young young thug and gunner just went down to Fulton County Jail and bailed out 30 people. 30 people. Um, which is a dangerous game, by the way, because they don't always do what I'm about to say, but sometimes they do. If you bond somebody out and they don't go to court, they come looking for you, the nigga who bonded them out. But I'm pretty sure Young Thug and them, you know, they took the proper precautions to make sure that that doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And they probably, didn't, they probably didn't just pick 30 random people. They looked at their charges, their histories, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Talked with a lawyer. And, I, and I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry to be this guy. I really do apologize. I, I genuinely do apologize. Sometimes I don't like the fact that my mind even thinks like this, but my mind does. After I sat there and congratulated them and was like, wow, this is amazing. And damn, you know. I went through this whole motivational thing where I told myself, like, it's time for you to really take your life more serious because there's people beating you to your ideas. You know what I'm saying? There's, I mean, this is not the first time I've seen a celebrity do something. I'm like, I've been thinking about doing that since I was a kid. So it's time for me to, you know, step it up, obviously, because my ideas are starting to manifest through other people. Not saying they're only, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said that before. You know, when I get a bag, I'm going to just go to a random jail and be If you've ever sat in jail, you've probably had this thought, this idea before. So um, I'm not jealous about it, but it does motivate me. It does say, okay, well, it's time for me. To, so, you know what I'm saying? Um, because unfortunately, if I was, the reason why, let me just stop there for a second. The reason why it's like that for me is personally is because um, if if I do it, Somebody did, you know, and it doesn't really matter, I guess, if, as long as I'm just doing it for the right reasons. But there's, uh, it still is annoying that I know there's going to be people like, oh, he just did that because Young Thug and Gunna did it. And then if I say, nah, Ben had the idea, they say, well, they, then they might even come out of nowhere and be like, you know, we the first ones to do that. And it's just like, damn, it sucks that we can't just do good things and everybody just do the same good thing. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody makes fun of the rapper who makes it rain. Even though, you know, there was obviously somebody who did that first. You know what I'm saying? Make it rain on strippers. But when you do good things, like unique good things, that's when everybody wants to kind of play. Well, I'm the only one that can do that. Anyway, let's go back to the point of this whole episode. I just started thinking. My mind went somewhere kind of dark. And it just kind of started thinking, like, how can we never see, like, women doing stuff like this? We never see black women doing stuff like this. They 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 run to the internet to post and tweet that they are the front line of the black struggle. They run to the internet to post and tweet that they are the backbone to the whole black race. Basically saying like, you know, we are the ones carrying this race right now. If we're doing good, it's because of us. Now, when we start talking about how bad we're doing, they don't want no parts in that responsibility. Then it's all about the white man, the system, the white woman, and black men. When we're doing good, they want all of the rights. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't want to hear me, though. 
Y'all rolling your eyes. Y'all, here he go again. Yes, here we go again. Here we go again. Okay, they don't do anything. They talk all this shit. They talk all this shit. And but the actions, we don't see them. We don't. Y'all ran behind Kamala Harris and threw her in office. Who is she fighting for? Asians, because that's what she is. She's Asian. Asians and transgender children. We try to tell y'all. Don't get so caught up in the fact that you think she's black. She's not for us. She just spent the last, what, 10, 20 years of her life sending black men and black women to prison for nonviolent crimes. A lot of evidence to support their innocence she suppressed but y'all blind eyed all of that all because you thought she was black look at look at it this way it just seems like when i look around from the from the street niggas blue face 100 right Young Thug, Gunna. I mean, you just listen to these names. If you didn't know anybody, you would think these were some real criminals, right? A guy named Gunna and Young Thug really actually putting the work in behind getting people out of these systems, man. Doing what they can do. These guys woke up in the middle of the morning and decided, let's go down to Fulton County Jail and get get some people out of there, man, so they can be at home with their family. So they can fight their case on the streets, get a job, take care of their kids. And what are black women doing? They're selling candles. They're selling hair. They're doing nails. Oh, who are you really on the front line for? It seems like the only people I see going out of their way. To really help black people, not just black women, but black people, is black men and people of other races. Look at look at Kim Kardashian. She did she she did and is still doing this whole thing where she's trying to get people out of jail who've been in jail for too long, man. Black women, she's getting out of jail. Did y'all know that? Okay. She's working with all these major groups. She's linked up with lawyers. And to my knowledge, she's even, I think she's either currently in the process of getting her law license. Or she's about to be in the process of getting her law license. I'm saying all of this to say, how come Kim Kardashian to fight for other black people? Well, not going to say other like she's black, but four black people had to go link up with these two white women to do so. They also have platforms like her. Now, does Kim Kardashian have black women on her team? Yes, I've seen them with my own two eyes. She does have, I've looked into what she's doing because I wanted to know myself. She does have black women on her team. I'm talking more so for these big black women who are running their mouth. The black women that Kim Kardashian has on her team, me and you have never heard of before. These are real deal, just regular like lawyers and attorneys and lawmakers and people into that type of world, you know. Where's Taraji P. Henson? Where's Beyonce? Where's Megan Thee Stallion? 
Where are any of these women who run around and use this whole Black Lives Matter thing? They use these things, woman empowerment, oh, black this, black that, for likes and just to seem like they're a part of something, to seem smart, to feel greater than men, black men, to feel like they're a part of history. Where I didn't have that man, one of them, tapped in with Kim Kardashian. Why have none of them started their own movements for prison reform? Not one of them. None of them. Especially, because I think Lala, I don't know if this is true, don't quote me, but I think Lala was doing something with her. I saw something about them too. I think they're just really good friends. I'm not sure. Nobody's helping Kim. Kim is having to turn to non-celebrities to help her. Not one black woman that's, that's, that's up there that could use their platform too. That could probably bring more credibility to her platform and make this just a thing. None of them have reached out to help her. And I think a, a part of it is because they know if they reach out to help her, she will become the face of that movement, which she already is, but she will become even more of the face. And black women want all the credibility. They don't want to put in any of the work for it, but they want all the credibility. This is this is this is the priorities of the women that we deal with. This is the priorities of them. When they get their money, it's about a bag. It's about some shoes. It's about themselves. These are the, these are the women that we claim or we think are gods and queens and that they love black people and they're so woke and they're so conscious and they so about this. And they like to use these two terms that I, I do not like when they use them. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be really honest with you. Frontline backbone. And their actions overall show me that they are neither of those things. I'm making general statements. That doesn't mean there's not one or two or three or four here and there. Right? But as a whole majority, the way y'all talk, Young Thug and Gunner should have went down to Fulton County and them niggas should just be like, look, hey, sorry, we can't help y'all. Why, why, what's up, man? What's up? Shit. Um, I don't know. The city girls just left here. They already done, they already done bonded everybody out that can be bonded out today. Sorry. Come back tomorrow. The way these the way these women talk. By the time Thug and Gunner got to the jail, or got to the bond bailsman place, yo, the bond bailsman people should have been like, yo, sorry, sorry, buddy, we can't help you. It's already been taken care of. There's nobody else that we can possibly let out of this jail today. These are the things that people don't want to talk about. These are the people these are the things that people do not want to discuss. They don't want to have this conversation. They don't they don't want to hear these things because it it forces them to take a look in the mirror and look around and say, "Damn, maybe we're not maybe he's right." 
you know they hate that. If you're not fat and ugly, feminine, gay, they don't want to support nothing a man has to say. Or, or if you don't pander to them and damn near worship them. If you hold them accountable, whether you're rude about it or not, they don't want to hear that shit. I've been seeing, I'll give you an example. I've been seeing this guy, he's coming up all over the place, Justin L.A. Boy on Instagram and Twitter. I know you've seen him. If you follow black girls, you've seen him. Or his tweets. You don't really see him, but you see his tweets. And they're posting it like it's like the Holy Grail. Like they've just, you know, discovered fire. And I'm reading these tweets and I'm like, I done seen like 30 niggas say the same shit. Hell, I done seen women say the same shit. Why none of them got reposted? I didn't think nothing of it. I just, whatever, moved on my day. A couple weeks ago, I'm on YouTube and I see Justin La Boy interview on Breakfast Club, and I'm like, okay, let me see this. Let me see this brother. He's some fat nigga. I'm like, that's why they posting him. They, I told, I've told y'all this before, man. I don't know. There's a science behind it, and I'm still working on figuring it out. But there's a science behind why women, especially black women, refuse to give any credit, any support publicly at least to black men who have their shit that are they you can you can't they're, they you know they they on they on top they 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 and they know it and they show it they uh-uh hell no hell no i think a part of it is because you know once they do that they have to then submit to that man they have to naturally admit he is superior because not only is he just naturally shitting on you without trying, now he's dropping gems and you have no choice but to uplift it. If Kevin Samuels, who gets mixed reviews from black women, I will say there's black women who support him, but let's keep it real, there's a lot of black women who don't like him. If Kevin Samuels was saying the same shit he was saying, I can almost guarantee you, if he was gay... I know a lot of y'all think he's gay, but if he was actually openly gay or if Kevin Samuels pandered to women every other day when he wasn't telling them about themselves. And if Kevin Samuels was some short, fat, ugly dude or some just average looking dude, some little mediocre looking, the same nigga you see at school you don't talk to, some Rod, no offense to Rod Wave, but a Rod Wave looking ass nigga. I'm just, I'm a, y'all know me, I'm raw and I'm blunt. If he was, if he looked like Rod Wave, all the he wouldn't have mixed reviews. He would have nothing but positive reviews from black. They're like, you know what? Finally, somebody telling us the truth, man. And look how he says it. He, he's, you know, they, they would see it for what it is, not for what they're trying to make it into. Again, I'm gonna say it again. If Kevin Samuels looked like Rod Wave, they would love that shit. They would love that shit. If Rod Wave looked like Chris Brown or Trey Song or something, they hate him. They don't want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear it. I've, I've been noticing this lately. Like, I've even noticed this right here. And, and black men, this is no, I'm going to put a no homo before I say this. This is some real shit. And I know some of y'all have noticed this too. And I know some of y'all might fall on the other side of the coin. So you probably don't want to hear this. But I'm sorry to break it to you, brother. But it's just true. Have y'all noticed? That black men that are in shape, when I say in shape, I'm talking, they're, they're shredded. We're talking cut 
in-shape toned black men. Black women are now referring to them as gay. You look around, you see that you see all these beautiful black women, the ones who do date black men are with the chubbier black guys. Why? You have to really ask yourself why. I I, I was just at a friend's birthday party not too long ago. And there was this beautiful, beautiful black woman there talking. Or listening, really. Doing more listening than talking. And um, there was this chubby, fat black dude there. He was, he was a cool guy. You know, but he was sitting in one place and she was sitting in another place. Long story short, I come to find out they dated each other. They were in a relationship. And I'm just looking like, okay, maybe he has money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I start thinking about, I mean, there's, there's other men with money. No, it's not about the money. Is that these bitches are so fucking intimidated, bro. They are so intimidated. They don't want to believe like a nigga can really have it all. Because half of them don't have it all. They don't want to believe that. I can be wealthy, charismatic, confident, well-dressed, and be in great shape. Oh, no, he must be gay. He has to be a gay. He must date white women. And what black women don't realize, when you do that to black men, at the end of the day, to smart people, you're only insulting yourself. That the best, the cream of the crop of your men have to be gay. Think about that. Think about it from a deeper perspective. The cream of the crop of your men, the men who are high value, not just in the sense of money, but in a sense of presence. Y'all don't hear me, though. Have to be gay or I bet he don't even like black girls, y'all. What does that say about black girls then? That the cream of the crop don't want you. They, they so not into you. They have to either go to other men or they have to go to other women. That's not a y'all. Once again, I say this. I've said this before. If you're if you're an avid listener of this show, you've heard me say this before. Y'all brag about the dumbest shit. Y'all openly talk about shit like it's some type of weapon against everybody else, and all it does is destroy you. It's like throwing a it's like it's like taking a boomerang and throwing it at the same level of your face. Yeah, it'll go over there, but guess what? It's gonna come right back and smack you in the mouth. Like. This is where I'm at with it. And I'm and I'm noticing a lot of these things. And I'm like, nobody's really talking about this on this level. And I'll put myself on a cross, not to compare myself to Jesus, but I'm saying I, I'll, I'll, I'll take the stoning for it. And they're going to say whatever they get. They're going to deflect. When this shit hits the fans, they're going to deflect. They're going to, they're going to deflect. They're going to try to bring up all kind of stuff. They're going to try to talk about me in this type of way, make assumptions. They're going to listen to anything bad. Somebody could just come out of nowhere and just be like, you know what? I saw him fucking a little boy the other day behind a church. And people go, oh, oh, no, it must be true. Yep, 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 yep. Because they, 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 they want to believe something bad. So bad. How about this? How about you guys stop being so insecure? Stop being so desperate for credit without putting any work to get it. And you go link up with a Kim Kardashian. You tap in with Young Thug and them. You tap in and do your thing. Do your own thing. Whatever. Get in your own groups. 
Some of y'all are feeling so important because you sell hair products and candles. Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all, some y'all say, you shop, hey, you sound like a hater. I'll be a hater. If that's what that is, I'll be a hater. Okay? You feel so special because you sell hair products and, and, and candles. I keep seeing this. I don't know what this new trend is of women selling candles. Then you, then you, then then all the big wigs, right? All the big names that have all these platforms, that have all this money, or claim to have all this money, right? They get on there and they talk all this stuff, and then they do the complete opposite. Look at Lizzo. There's a video Lizzo just posted two days ago of her once again twerking. And men pouring liquor all over her body. You know, in life, sometimes you got to just know who you are and what you look like. You got to know who you are and what you look like. And sometimes, unfortunately, we can't change that. We have to we have to roll with that and try to make subtle changes here and there until one day it's not like that. But right now, that's what it is. If you're a black man and you like the red bandana, you have to understand that no matter where you go, people are going to assume you're in a gang. White boy could wear red bandana all day. And he probably is a blood. There are white bloods now. But nobody thinks that. They just think, oh, he's just wearing a bandana. When you're a black guy and you're walking down the street and you have your pants dressed a certain type of way and you're dressed a certain type of way and you have a red bandana on, people are going to assume you're a blood. When you're a fat girl and you're sitting there twerking, everybody's going to think you're easy. It just is what it is. I'm sorry that the world is like that. We all have to deal with certain bullshit. So here's Lizzo trying to who is actually fitting this fitting the same stereotypes that she talks about that she's trying to remove from society but what does she do she keeps adding to them the stereotype that fat girls are desperate for attention and they'll do anything for for sex and sexual attention and they're just some hoes and they have low self-esteem Unfortunately for bigger women, when y'all do the same thing some of the little girls do, it's not seen that way. I was just thinking this today. I was in the store and I seen, I, I, I remember, I seen one. White girls go to the store sometimes with a t-shirt on and some flip-flops. People don't see them as hoes. Black girl can be fully dressed, but it might be a certain outfit and people, oh, she dressed like a hoe. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. You have to know if you're a black girl and you go to the store with a t-shirt on and some flip-flops, people looking at you like a slut. She wants some dick. She's dick hungry. She's cum thirsty. She wants attention. White girl just looks comfortable. That's sad, but it is what it is. Sometimes you have to learn to live like that, bro. There's people alive right now because they think like that. It's not about conforming to society. It's not about none of that. It's about, nigga, people get killed behind this shit. People getting fights over this shit. People are in jail right now because they were defending themselves from some idiot saying, you look like a slut. But the white girl walked right past them with a, with a t-shirt on, bro. A t-shirt, like, like, not even dressed fully, like, like, for real, for real, bro, like a, a, t- a t-shirt. The bitch walking around Walmart Publix in a in a in a T shirt. This was really going on. So that's what you have to understand. But like going back to the topic of this conversation, like I really am seeing this happen a lot. And I'm starting to notice it more and more and more and more. And I just have one question. 
Where are all these so-called, we are the front line, we are the backbones. Where are you guys taking your money? Where are you guys taking your platform? I just don't see it. The Black Lives Matter founder is a girl. She's black. You know what she did with all the money? She went and bought a multi-million dollar estate in California. I got to stop talking for a second. Let that sink in. Like, let that really sink in. We don't let pastors do shit like that. We judge them. Don't we? Big old pastor on stage, on stage. He started off in a in a basement. Then he went and got a little building. Then he went and got a little church. Now he got a mega church. Everybody who's followed him from the basement to the mega church is still broke. What do we look at that nigga and say? So why do we don't say the same thing about these women? I look around, I see men giving out money all the time. Even six nine walk around every day. He walk around the whole world handing out hundred dollar bills. When's the last time you seen a female rapper go hand out some money to somebody? You know when you see female rappers with money? When they're at a strip club throwing it on other sluts. That's it. That's the only time. When's the, like, seriously, when's the last time you seen a, a female rapper, even if it's just women, whatever, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't, like, to see, y'all don't like to help men. Okay, cool. You don't even see them do it for women. When's the last time one of these girls, Megan Thee Stallion went to school. She's supposed to be at every college giving out a check. Every HBCU giving out a check. She know them kids are in debt, trying to learn, trying to get a degree. Because they all can't rap like you. You know what I'm saying? We give these women, we give these women too much leeway and we let them get back on the Internet. And even some of them have the nerve and the gall to get to do it in real life. The Internet is one place, but bitch, you're not going to do that to me in real life. You're not going to come into what I'm going through because y'all not really going through it. This shit is rare for y'all. What we are going through, tell me you're the front line of what I am going through, what my brothers are going through, and then when it's time for action, y'all is out there selling candles and doing people's eyelashes. I'm sorry, we can't let you do that no more. When it's niggas out here bailing niggas out of jail, bro. Guess how many comments it had on Baller Alert when I looked at it? And it had been posted for 22 minutes. 61 fucking comments. I can get 61 fucking comments on Instagram. Cause you know why? Because people are scrolling. They don't they don't want to they don't want to stop and say, oh whoa. But if y'all don't hear me, y'all don't want to, y'all really don't want to hear me though. Cause if one of the women was to do that, it, it would have a thousand comments within five minutes. Within five minutes. Nobody wants to get, no, uh-uh, we can't give them niggas no credit. These rich, well-dressed black men. Uh-uh. I, you know what? I didn't even read the comments because I'm pretty sure I would have seen something negative and I would have went off. So I was, I'm not even, I'm going to post my little comment. I said, salute to them. I'm happy for them. I'm glad they did this and I went on about my business. Black women say they have more money than black men right now. They say they're more educated than black men. Where is your platform? Where is your money? Huh? Where are they? Where's Nikki? Where's Megan? All the rest of them. 
Where's Taraji? The Beyonce's. Solange had all that broke pro, pro black. Where's Solange at? Then here's people going. Here's what people gonna say. You don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. They do everything else in front of us. They do everything else in front of us. Trust me, if they was doing something, they would want you to know. They do everything else in front of us. Good and bad. They tell us that every time they're pregnant. Hmm? They tell us every time they, they, they do something good. They tell us everything. Trust me, if they was doing it, we would know. Tyler Perry had bought black man. I ain't even mean to do that. I was just trying to show you something. I was just really just trying to show you how you can't keep things secret in Hollywood. Tyler Perry had paid off the layaways at uh, several Walmarts in Atlanta. He chose specifically black communities. I'm pretty sure this affected more black women than black men. For Christmas. Layaways for Christmas at Walmart, several Walmarts. He wanted to remain anonymous when he did it. He tried to remain anonymous. Somebody found out it was Tyler Perry and they posted it all over the internet. It went viral. He didn't want people to know. So trust me, I don't care who you are. And Tyler Perry is just as big as a Beyonce. He's just as famous as a Beyonce, as a Solange or any Taraji P. Henson or any of these other black women y'all look up to. Uh, What's the name of the other one? Lupita, all of them. All of them. Don't do shit. They don't do shit for us. They talk to talk. They post to post. But they don't do shit for us. Even J. Cole. You want to talk about it? I didn't see J. Cole that protest, protest my damn self. He was at a Million Man March. Ducked off. Uh, when I went to the Million Man March in 2015 to see Minister Louis Farrakhan speak in person, they had two sides. They had the regular people's side. They had the celebrity side. Do you know where J. Cole entered in? To the regular people's side. But J. Cole, see, he forget. He about six foot like three, six, four, six, five. Like, bro, it's tall. Like, I ain't like, J. Cole is tall. So, niggas seen him. He was trying to be ducked off. You can't hide, bro. Celebrities can't hide. Hell y'all thinking? Nigga, you famous. The fuck? You cannot hide, bro, once people have seen you on TV and the internet. J. Cole always doing that shit, trying to slip into a crowd and go protest. Nigga, we... We see you, and somebody takes a picture, and then it goes viral. So trust me, I don't want to hear all that. You don't know what they're doing. Yes, we know what they're doing behind the scenes. They're packaging up candles. They're trying to find a plug on bundles. That's what they're doing behind the scenes. Women talk that humanitarian shit. They do not walk that humanitarian shit. Not overall, not in general. That's all of them. That goes to all of them. Black, white, Spanish, Puerto Rican, Asian, I don't care. That goes to all of them. They talk that humanitarian shit. They're not about that humanitarian shit for real, for real. You look around the world, That's it's black men. It's black people doing that shit, bro. Now, let's just come back to the black community. It's black men and other people doing it. It's not black, black women. But black women love to go talk about it, though. That's the problem I have. It's not about the fact that they don't do anything. Y'all don't do nothing. Cool, don't do nothing. I don't give a damn. It don't bother me. I'm trying to get my own anyway. What bothers me is when I get on the internet and I see you frontline and then you have the nerve to disrespect black men and talk bad about us and how we're weak and we need y'all if it wasn't for y'all. 
I seen one girl say some crazy shit one time. But y'all won't even send a dollar through the community. Do you know who y'all send y'all money to? <laughs> Real people are about to laugh. You know who they send their money to, y'all? Guess who they send their money to? Sean King. The white boy. That's who they send their money to. They don't even do no research, bro. They just talk the talk, bro. They just want to be. They just want to be known so bad. They want some credibility so bad. They want some credit so bad that they send their money to the white boy, Sean King. I used to be a part of Sean King's group. I had tickets to go see that man speak in person, and all oh, gonna buy the book, go up there and speak with him, and everything. And I just started like doing some research, bro. I was just like, no. This shaky ass nigga who don't know where he, where he stand. One day, Kamala Harris will be the worst person to be vice president. The next day, everybody go vote for Kamala Harris, huh? Nigga, you were just the same person just a year ago told us don't ever vote for this woman ever. She locks up innocent black men. Look at y'all, y'all two favorite people in the world, white boy Indian woman. Since y'all love, I mean, let's go back to Kardashian, Kim Kardashian for a second. Y'all seem to love supporting non-black people. Why not get behind what Kim Kardashian is doing? She's not black. But I tell you the difference between her and Kamala Harris and Sean King. She's the only one out of all three of them that actually has black kids. <laughs> y'all don't want to talk about it, though. Y'all don't want to hear me, though. She's the only one out of all three of them that's married to a black person. Well, was married to a black person. Y'all got behind Sean, the white boy. Y'all got behind Kamala, the Indian. That's Dot, not Feather. Get behind Kim! Why not? Be the change in the community that you want to see. And I don't want to hear none of y'all excuses because y'all real good at doing all kind of shit. Last year, I watched black women single-handedly get pe people fired from their job. Damn, we ain't even talking about celebrities. We're talking regular people, bro. Like, how the hell did you even find this nigga? They got people kicked out of school, fired from their job. Y'all, when y'all want something, y'all go get it. When y'all want something, y'all definitely go get it. So I have one serious question. What are y'all doing with y'all money and your platform? What? What are y'all doing? I really want to know. I just want to know. Like I, at this point, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong. But I want to know. Because every time I look up, there's something happening, and I say, well, oh, for real, that happened? Who did that? It's a black man or some other race of person. And I just say, whatever, thank you, Tyler Perry, for doing that for the people. That's nice of you, man. That was great. You got all that money. You gave it back. Good job. But then here's when things get creepy to me. This, this is when the spooky hours come. All right? This is when it's 3.33 a.m. in the morning. And the demonic portal portals have opened up. This is when it becomes a haunted house. Is when I get on the internet after seeing all these black men 
doing their part. White people doing their part. Asians, Hispanics, Latinos, Middle Easterners, Native Americans doing their part. Or the indigenous doing their part. And none of them are talking about it. But then who do I see running a motherfucking mouth? Always running a mouth. Always trying to shit on somebody. Always being rude and demanding credit for stuff that they had nothing to do with. Black women. And I'm so sorry. I truly apologize that I had to take it there again. I know. I know. I know. I know. But my whole life, I hated people who played two different roles. I hated people who talked about one thing and did it. I didn't like that shit, bro. I don't like it when I do it. I've caught myself doing it. And I've severely like had to just stop beating myself up about it and say, you know what, from now on, I just won't do those type of things. In different scenarios. However the case may be, I'm just sick and tired of seeing this shit. I really look out into the world and I don't see any of them, especially them famous ones, walking to talk. Oh, they'll walk in a protest. Thanks. I mean, we appreciate it. You burned some calories today. Like, congratulations. Excuse me. What that money in that platform, though? And I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't want to hear no excuses. I'm going to tell you why. Let's go back to Kim Kardashian, since I hate Kim Kardashian so much. Let's go back to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is a white mix of Armenian reality TV show mogul, high fashion model, Social influencer, brand ambassador, and she does like she sells like makeup. And I, I guess she has a clothing line now, too. What do any of those things that I just named have to do with prison reform and, and getting innocent people out of jail or people who have done more than enough time? Nothing. The only, and I mean the only correlation I could find in Kim Kardashian's life. Because let's keep it real, real. We can all safely assume she ain't got no friends or family that's locked up. She ain't said like, well, she had an uncle locked up when she was growing up. The only correlation I can find in her life is the fact that her father was a lawyer. And don't quote me on this, but if I'm not mistaken, her father wasn't even the type of lawyer that like a, a nigga who robbed the store would hire. She was like a, he was like an entertainment lawyer. Like he handled like contracts for people and stuff like that. Got people out of bad deals into good deals. I think he, don't quote me on this. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's the type of lawyer he was. That's it. That's it. That's the only correlation Kim Kardashian has to this type of stuff. She ain't got no family members in jail. She probably don't got no friends in jail. She's probably, shit, I think we all can safely assume. I don't know. I might be wrong. It's Hollywood. You never know cocaine, I don't know, some possession. Kim Kardashian herself has never been in jail. 
All these black women talk about they got, oh, you know, my uncle listening. Where are any of them at? K. Michelle always running her mouth. Where they at, though? Where they at? See, that's why I like Candace Owens. That's why I like Angela Stan. That's why I like women like that. Because they, they doing something. See, I'm not going to sit here for 40 minutes and, and I can't do that. I can't do this to black women. I can't do that. I love y'all more than y'all think I do. Oh, they're, trust me, they're, they're out there. But look how y'all treat Angela Stan. Look how y'all treat, look how y'all treat Candace Owens. Who, I don't agree with everything Candace Owens does or says. Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. Not to her, that to her face. I respect you. I even honor you. But I do not agree with everything you do or say. I just don't. I don't think Candace Owens agrees with everything she does or says. Maybe in the moment, but when she looked back, she's like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. Because she's like me. She'll read something. She'll do a little bit of research on it. And she'll jump out there. Off of it. Logic first, but there's still some emotion there. Like this episode, I made it on a whim. I made it on a whim. I just, just seen this. It's been 40 minutes. I just seen it probably 50 minutes ago. And I thought, I'm not going to make an episode like that. But I was like, no, no, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. So I just want y'all to notice that uh, the way I look at it is y'all. Now, let me just say something to black women real quick. I'm going to leave it at this. And I say this with all due respect and love in my heart. Trust me. I do love y'all. I just want, I just want y'all to just, just chill sometimes, man. Let me say something like, let me tell you something. You guys demand everybody to show and prove. Black women don't listen to nobody run they bump their gums. They want black men to show and prove. They want white people to show and prove. They want the government to show and prove. All the people they love to talk about the most, they want to show and prove. How come you never have to show and prove? When it comes to serious issues, you never, nobody ever requires y'all to show and prove. You guys get to make all these bold, bland statements. These wild statements with nothing to back it up. Not even a little bit. Nothing to back it up. You guys get to just walk around this world and do and say and try to tell everybody else what to do and say all you want. But nobody ever holds you accountable. It'd be simple stuff like. Just simple like white girls wearing braids. With their real hair. But you have nothing to say about these black girls out here looking like a Barbie doll. Looking like Marilyn Monroe. Who is a culture icon. Therefore, if you do things to look like her, not giving her any credit, giving yourself all the credit, that is technically, and you're making money off of it on top of that, you're getting credit for it. That is cultural appropriation. You don't want to hear me though. 
You want the world to show and prove? Well, it's about time the world start holding you to the same standard. And that shouldn't be an offensive thing. If you're offended by this, you have a long way to go. This shouldn't offend you. Nothing that I've just said at all. Some of it maybe I can I can understand. I wouldn't argue with you if you said you were offended. I can understand it. And I apologize if I've offended you. I really ha- I really know. No, seriously. I'm I'm gonna take the time to apologize if I've offended you. I don't want to offend you. I want you to just think, man. I'm your raw friend. I'm your raw big brother, little brother, same age brother. I'm your raw father. I'm your raw granddad. I'm your raw son. I'm your raw boyfriend. I'm the I'm the I'm I'm not the one that's going. Yeah, you look good in those. No, I think you look kind of fat in those jeans, and I know what you're going for. So put those ones on. Black, it slims people out. I don't know about you wearing these white jeans. They're gonna just make you look what you you know what you don't want to look like. I'm 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 here to help you. I'm not the only one either. I don't want all the credit. I don't want all the credit. And you guys that are avid listeners know I don't want all the credit because that's why I don't link this to too many things that I I have going on. Okay, so I I don't want all the credit. I'm not the only person here to help you too. There's black women here to help you. There's black men here to help you. There's probably white people here to help you too. So I I just I just want you to think about everything I've said. Just just don't jump to hate me. Don't jump to call me names. Don't jump to try to discredit what I'm saying. Because obviously I'm saying it for a reason. And I'm not the only person that thinks this. I'm just probably one of the few that will actually say it. I just want you to think about everything I've said. And tell me that I'm just... Tell me after you've really thought about it. Not for two minutes. Take another 40 minutes. Hell. And think about it. Do some research. And tell me that I'm just blatantly just wrong. That I have... No water in my cup. Just tell me that. Just tell me that there's just nothing here. And this is all the figment of my imagination or what I want you guys to be. Just just tell me that nothing I've said has any that's, that, that has any validity. Is that the right word? I don't know. See, I'm real. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, just tell me everything that I've said doesn't have any you know, realness to it. That's not valid at all. Just, just, just tell me that. And I'll shut up. I'll shut up. So think about what I just said, because it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I'm going to give you an, I'm going to I'm going to leave you guys with this quick analogy, right? And bear with me because I'm making it up. I'm making it up as I go. What you guys do, I want you to think of like a man who runs around telling everybody he takes care of you, and that you wouldn't be who you are without him. I want you guys to literally imagine a boy, a man, your boyfriend, telling everybody he takes care of you, telling everybody that you wouldn't be who you are without him. And this, when it comes down to it. When you just need something from him or when it's time for him or when there's, you know, I'm not going to say when you demand anything from him. When there's an opportunity for him to be what he just said he was. This almighty man that, you know, whatever your name is, ma'am, who are, who's listening, you can't do anything without him. And you wouldn't be who you are without him. And he is your front and your back. 
and he ain't doing shit for you. He see your car need an oil change? He's like, oh shit, I don't know what to tell you. You're a grown woman. Who does help you get the oil change? Roger from down the street. Y'all don't hear me though. Who does help you get the oil change? One of your homegirls. Your dad. Your everybody but him. The nigga that's always doing the most talking though. The nigga that's always doing the most talking. How would you feel dealing with that man? A lot of y'all in y'all heart of heart saying, I wouldn't deal with him no more. Hmm. Think about what, think about that. Think about that. You wouldn't even deal with him no more, would you? Okay. Well, I'm here to tell you, metaphorically speaking, we are that woman. You are that black boyfriend that does not do shit. But you run around telling everybody how we can't live without you. So if after 48 minutes, you still didn't understand nothing, you you deflected, this nigga just hates black women, you probably hit me with a wham, bam, done, finish, if you've even made it this far. If you can genuinely say that you still don't get it after that analogy, you have a very far way to go in life. And it's as simple as that. And I wish you the best of luck. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.